Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Words penned in the long ago as Paul wrote the church at Corinth. It's the Are You Studying series from the International Gospel Hour. Are you interested? Well, stay tuned. On Jordan's Hi, this is Jay Webb for International Gospel Hour. For almost 90 years, Churches of Christ have proclaimed God's Word through International Gospel Hour. You are about to listen to another Bible-based lesson with Jeff Archie of International Gospel Hour, starting now. I am bound for the promised land. Thank you to our J-Web and greetings to all of you. We are honored that you have chosen to listen to our broadcast and we hope that you find it profitable today. And I want to go back with a little bit of history about our work at International Gospel Hour to introduce our study today. Our first speaker of International Gospel Hour was the late V.E. Howard. Beginning in 1934, Brother Howard spoke for 60 years on this broadcast. And he was well known for his trademark phrase, Are You Listening?, He would use that phrase to catch the audience's attention as he would speak. He would say, friends, are you listening? And when somebody will ask you that question, it usually perks you up a little bit. Well, you know, we honor Brother Howard's memory. We call our free quarterly newsletter, Are You Listening? Our broadcast here from time to time is called, Are You Listening? Also, we um, we use a one-minute segment. Maybe you've heard our one-minute segments called, Are You Listening? We like to use Brother Howard's phrase in other ways, and we kind of take that and modify a little bit, and one of them we call the Are You Studying? series. Now, when I bring forth the Are You Studying? series, this is where that I take a program and will select a book and chapter of the Bible and go verse by verse in an expository study, exposing the text, if you will, to understand our study in the Word of God. So we hope that you will find the study of 1 Corinthians profitable as we begin. Now, our goal will be to deal with the first chapter, and we may continue onward. But you well know, friends, if I continue a 16-chapter book, uh, there's going to be one or two programs a week in the initial airing, but then again, we could use it as a uh, continual airing down the road. But it'll be available to you on our website, and we hope that you find this approach of study going well. We're going to aim to get through the first chapter, and then we may consider some other studies in our Are You Studying series. But nevertheless, let's begin with 1 Corinthians. Now, I want to give you just a little bit of background about the book. The church at Corinth was established in the second missionary journey of the Apostle Paul. We note this in Acts 18 and verses 1 through 11. It was believed that this was around 52 A.D. Now, the letter of 1 Corinthians is believed to be written around 57 A.D. Now, Corinth was a vitally important city as a center of trade, commerce, and banking. If it was shipped, it went through Corinth. It was like a first century Amazon house, if you will. 
It seems that everybody and anybody came to Corinth, and it was known as a wicked city, although it was religious in a lot of ways. To be honest with you folks, it was a mess. The gods, Apollo, Poseidon, and Aphrodite were worshipped, and Aphrodite's temple had priestesses that served the temple. They were cultic prostitutes that would ply their trade by night. You see how big a mess this was. The Isminian games were played here. It would be what we would consider their Olympics, if you will. And you see Paul writing in 1 Corinthians 9, 24 through 26 of running the race and doing those things. Now, this is just a little bit of background about the city of Corinth and to whom Paul was writing the church that was there. Folks, when you think about it, when you look at Corinth, you could match it up to just about every major city in the world today. So the timing of this study could not be better. Now, as we begin our study with a reading and a discussion in just a moment, I want to pause here for about 30 seconds or so, as J-Webb has some information of how you can refer to International Gospel Hour through the simplicity of an app. Here is our J-Webb. Have you downloaded the International Gospel Hour app for your iPhone or Android? Go to the App Store for iPhones and Google Play for your Android, search International Gospel Hour, and download our app free. Our app allows access to our website, social media, podcast, our YouTube channel, and other resources. Please download the International Gospel Hour app today. It's free. And now, friends, let's begin our study of 1 Corinthians chapter 1. We're going to read just the first three verses. That should allow us plenty of time for our daily discussion. Paul, called to be an apostle of Jesus Christ through the will of God, and Sosthenes, our brother, to the church of God, which is at Corinth, to those who are sanctified in Christ Jesus, called to be saints with all who in every place call on the name of Jesus Christ our Lord, both theirs and ours, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. May the Lord always bless us with the reading and the hearing of His Word. Let's consider verse 1 as we talk about Paul the Apostle, one who is sent for a special task as Christ sent forth Paul. Paul is writing the letter, and he had to defend his apostleship in Galatians 1 and 2. And Christ chose Paul, then called Saul in Acts 9. To Agrippa and Festus, Paul told the account, I have appeared unto thee for this purpose to make thee a minister and a witness both of these things which thou hast seen of all things in the which I will appear unto thee, delivering thee from the people and from the Gentiles unto whom I now send thee to open their eyes and to turn them from darkness to light and from the power of Satan unto God, that they may receive forgiveness of sins and inheritance among them which are sanctified by faith that is in me. Acts 26, 16-18 When Paul defended his apostleship in Galatians, He also said, But when it pleased God, who separated me from my mother's womb, and called me by His grace, to reveal His Son in me, that I might preach Him among the heathen. Galatians 1, 15 and 16. Now, as noted, as Saul, he was called by Christ in Acts 9, verses 11 and 12. I appreciate my good friend, Ed Malott, who preaches the gospel of Christ in West Virginia. 
He does some detailed study on the names of Paul, that is, when he was called Saul and when he was called Paul. When he was called Saul, his Hebrew name meant desired. Now, perhaps King Saul was his namesake, each belonging to the tribe of Benjamin, and how King Saul physically stood head and shoulders above the soldiers of Israel, 1 Samuel 9 and verse 2. Well, Saul, the apostle, spiritually stood head and shoulders above the soldiers of the Lord's army. But now, Paul was his Roman name, and it meant little. Now, tradition says that Paul was but four and a half feet in height, and perhaps Paul preferred this because of his extensive training among the Gentiles, or perhaps the meaning of little is significant in a representation of Paul's view of himself when we consider 1 Corinthians 15.9 and 1 Timothy 1.15. Now, this is just a little bit of background about Saul or about Paul and the change of his name and all. Now, friend, let's learn something here, that there is something in a name. When somebody says there's nothing in a name, they must not thought much about their name. But names mean things they did to God, and they should mean things to us. In verse 1, Sosthenes is mentioned. He's a leader in the church who was converted from Judaism. His name only appears twice in the New Testament here and in Acts 18 and verse 17. A little bit of background about Paul and the importance of the one that is speaking. Now, going into verse 2, he refers to the church at Corinth as the church of God. He does that in other places in Acts 20 and verse 28, presenting Christ as the purchaser and as deity. And in a number of other passages does he mention the church as the church of God presenting ownership. Examples would be 1 Corinthians 10, 32, 2 Corinthians 1 and verse 1, 1 Timothy 3 and verse 15, among others. And Paul uses all three meanings of the word church in 1 Corinthians. He uses the word meaning universal in chapter 12 and verse 28, And that refers to the church in the universal sense worldwide. He mentions and uses this word in 1 Corinthians 1 and verse 2 of the local assembly. And how Romans 16, 16 through 19 refers to the church in a local sense. And then how the church is called an assembly in 1 Corinthians 1 and verse, or 1 Corinthians 11 and verse 18. So when churches is used, the Bible writer always has reference to various congregations, never denominational bodies, parallel with that Romans 16 and verse 16. Paul speaks of the church universally, locally, and coming together as an assembly. Let's pause here for a moment. Friends, in our studies, we probably prompt people to think about things that we bring forth. We like to prompt further Bible study. Here's our J-Web to wrap up our broadcast. I'll come back briefly, but we'll wrap up our broadcast with our free Bible study that's available by mail. Friends, the International Gospel Hour offers for free a Bible study course available by mail. That's right. At your own pace, you can study the Bible in your own home. It's free. Give it a try. Please call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988. And leave your name, address, and just say, Home Study. That's it. You may also go to our website at internationalgospelhour.com, click on the Contact tab, and leave us the same information, name, address, and type Home Study in the message box. We'll send it right away.
Thank you for your interest in the things that be of God. Friends, we are grateful to talk about, as we study 1 Corinthians, and to talk about Paul as he was Saul, and talk about the church and its meanings therein. We'll pick this study up another time. Be watching for our Are You Studying series. Thanks for joining me today on the International Gospel Hour broadcast. I'm Jeff Archie, and friends, we exhort you, keep listening. Thank you for listening to our broadcast today. To God goes all the glory. And we hope that our study today will draw you closer to His Word to walk in His way. To listen to it again or other broadcasts, please visit our website at internationalgospelhour.com. God be with you.